Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Retirement, a podcast of yourlifechoices.com.au. I'm John Deeks and this is Kay Fallick, the publisher. Hi, Kay. Hello, John. Episode 8, who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> and, and we're firing on all cylinders. And folks, if you're enjoying our podcasts, we do encourage you to leave a comment at the bottom of the screen. Of, of the page. Okay. So a lot of people are separately emailing us saying, like the podcast, want to ask this, etc. Etc. But we're saying while you're on the page of the website listening to the podcast, you can be writing to us. And you might have some suggestions. Or like, you may wish to be a guest. Like who is John Deeks? Yes. <laughs> That comes up a lot. That, who, who is John Deeks? We're looking. Well, I'm the youngest son of Kay Fallick. I can now, yes, I'm her love child, so it all can be revealed. How is Dad going anyway? Where is he at the moment? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. So He's old. If you, oh, he's old. And still driving. Still producing. Still driving. I saw him. There was an article about him still driving, and we're going to talk about drivers of a senior age a bit later on this in this podcast as well, aren't we not? I think that'll be great. Yeah, and uh, also talking about uh, travel, we're going to Fiji. With Leon. Have you had Carver? I haven't, and oh, I don't want to. No, it's awful. <laughs> stick, no, thank stick, you. Stick to your Pinot. Okay. Um, and also we're going to talk about many other things as well, including something that rears its ugly head a lot, and that is scams and people who are scammed. And it doesn't matter what age you are, it's very easy to be scammed. Sometimes you get sucked in through uh, somebody calling you. Sometimes it might be on online. It could be anywhere, and it's becoming more and more prevalent, including... You know, uh, false letters from banks and the ATO. Exactly. Straight in taxation office. Exactly. That's what we're going to zoom in on shortly. Mind Your Own Retirements, the podcast from Your Life Choices. And we're talking about, first up, scams and uh, ATO scams, letters going out, worrying people, if you don't pay us money, we'll send the police around, we know where you are. Horrible things, Kay, horrible things. Shocking, shocking. And two recent examples have encouraged us to discuss this with you today, John. Mm -hmm. One, a school principal was fleeced of $1,500 in an ATO scam. So just show, you you don't have to be Mm -hmm. a mug like me. It can Mm -hmm. be somebody in academia or whatever. Exactly. And a friend of ours who's an ex-architect, super smart guy, was scammed of his life savings. Yes. Now, good news, the banks are pretty good. They were onto it and he, he the money has come back to him. What happened? Well, he was called when he was at home and the person on the line told him to do something which nobody should ever do, oh. which is to go on his computer and start sharing information. So clearly he felt that the person who called him was trying to assist him with some computer problem. And I know that this person is is so embarrassed, as you would be, but I think we we need to get over the embarrassment factor here and we really need to get over the, oh, it couldn't happen to me because this can happen to anybody. It's it's not silly people who who get tricked. It's everybody. A quarter of Australians are scammed or victims of cybercrime each year. 
And it can just be from those horrible robocalls that you get yep, yep, uh, to yep. something like yep. you just mentioned, a phone call which says yep. go to your computer, start downloading, or can we please have your credit card details? I mean, you know. it's And look, it's coming through. We certainly got stung via a credit card a few weeks ago and somebody uh, put $900 worth of betting on the family credit card. I did ask David and he looked sheepish, but apparently not him. So this can happen. And and as I said, I think the banks are on the front foot and mm. they're very good and they normally get in touch. The, the question around the ATO scam is it is tax time. And often people think, and I've had calls at home, someone saying I'm from the ATO mm. and I just hang up. Because the ATO won't phone you. And the banks, the the government agencies, no, all of these no. people say, if if we're mm. going to contact, we will never do it no, uh, this way. No, It'll no. always be a very official no. way. And uh, yeah. call back if yeah. you have any yeah. Well, don't, don't take the call. No. So Janelle kindly helped me put together a, a few handy hints. And the first thing is if you're shopping online – only use secure payment methods. So most credit cards now will actually send you a text yes. and and ask you. So they're texting you on your phone, which is a second check, so that you can put that code number in on your computer. Yeah. So it's it's a double check. Yeah. Um, what so what I do is for anything I'm going to buy online, I have a separate uh, credit card, which is limited to, I think, about $2,000, not connected to anything else with my bank. And uh, I just use that as, as my That's credit smart. card. That's smart. Because what happens if you get caught online, and Noel Whitaker, who writes for us, got caught with a scam on his credit card. He was travelling overseas and he said, had he not had an alternative card... Trip yeah. would have been over. Always tell your bank if you are going overseas yes. because yes, yes. Uh, they will be uh, red hot if they start seeing transactions in Mozambique. Uh, and, Belarus. Uh, and uh, That's right. <laughs> and, uh, it, and you may in fact be there, but always tell them if you are going away. Yeah. So another handy hint, John, is be aware, be wary rather of free downloads and website access. And I know on Facebook, there's this kind of annoying quiz that keeps popping up. And we're all a bit ego driven when it comes to a quiz. Oh, I'm clever. I know the top 10 songs in the 70s. But note on the way through how many questions they're asking you about your year of birth oh. and your favourite colour and blah, 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 blah. Some of these websites are simply collecting data about you that can help them put together a profile so they can guess login or, or usernames and so on. Another thing to be very careful of is using free Wi-Fi. Yes. Free Wi-Fi in airports or anywhere at all uh, is really a, a chance for somebody else to piggyback, to infiltrate yep. your information and the, whatever you're transmitting yep. uh, over over the air. So be very careful of that. We're giving everybody the bad news, so I'm, I'm sure we've got some, some basic tips at the end of all this to well, help people through. These, these are the tips in themselves. So keeping your computer security up to date, yep. you know the antivirus piece comes up and you think, oh, I'm a busy person. Who wants to do that? I'll do that I'll later. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. You won't be. 
opening links or attachments from emails that claim to be from your bank, don't do it. Don't do it. Not at all. No shape or form. Don't do it. Give that a go. If you get an email that says it's coming, say you're banking with um, Combank, and you get an email that says, hey, John, here's your latest whatever, don't open it. Mm. Don't. You're letting them in the front door. Well, you can get that statement online. Mm. You can go in using your own password online. So don't open an attachment because it is possible it is not your bank. Right. So, and they're very clever the way they can have it look with all the logos and everything yeah, else, whether it be yeah, Telstra yeah. or what have you. Yeah, and anybody can cut and paste them. Now, to end on a slightly more cheerful note, I was talking to Drew about this, and Drew is our techie genius, and he uses Master Password, where you actually need one password oh. and Master Password manages all the passwords. So I'm going to say top of head, I've probably got, I don't know, 40, 50 passwords. Yeah, that's me. And and every time something goes wrong and you have to put in a new password, you get confused. Have you recorded it? Can't remember. Can't remember. Uh, Drew is telling me he uses master passwords. You can Google that and try it. And he thinks it's a great way of getting organised and, dare I say, for people of a certain age. Hello. It means you don't have to remember everything. I've got pages of them. Exactly. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. So a pass what it's called master master password. Master password. Yep. Excellent. Worth a look. Okay, thank you Kay. Really great uh, great advice. If you'd like to know more, uh, head to the yourlifechoices.com.au webpage and uh, if you have any comments or there's any articles you'd like us to talk about, please feel free to leave comments or suggestions at the bottom of the page that you've gone to find our podcast on Mind Your Own Retirement. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Magoo, you've done it again on Mind Your Own Retirement. Or do you think you'd be cross about this, Kay? I don't. No, has he got a good sense of humour? I hope so. Well, let's find out. Paul Murrell is who we're talking about. After a successful career in advertising, oh, he would love it, Uh, Paul has retired to the Adelaide Hills, contributed to SA Life magazine and so much more. He knows all about what it's like to be over 50 and driving. The man's a genius. Uh, He's a total expert. Paul, hello and welcome. Hello, John. How are you? Very well. And uh, Kay's here as well. And I drive. I'm 68. Oh, no. And everyone everyone else is an idiot on the road. <laughs> they are. Paul, you've set up a senior driver's website and uh, I realise that you're doing lots of great reviews of different cars. You're a motoring expert. But I think you are also pretty uh, up to scratch on what happens as we age. So our first question to cut to the chase what happens to our driving skills as we age? Well, as we age, Kay, as, as happens with most things as we age, they, they reduce. They reduce. Um, we become less aware, less alert. We, our eyesight goes off, our, our hearing goes off, our flexibility goes off. Even turning your head to see over your shoulder becomes a problem. So mm. we become worse drivers and then younger people are very quick to tell us that we are worse drivers. Uh, you have to be something like... Uh... Uh, a racing car driver to, to get off at the lights now and for somebody beeping you behind you. Um, everyone is so in, impatient, so much more impatient than, than back in the day. 
they are. And, and that's another issue when you get older because your reactions aren't as fast as they were. Um, when you've got a 20-year-old behind you who's driving a little Korean hatchback and can't wait to get to the next set of traffic lights, you're in his way, uh, or her way as often as not. So, yes, it is another issue as you age. So how do you handle it? Well, it's, it's a difficult one, Kay. Um, one of the problems is you know, if you've ever got out of your five-year-old car and got into a brand new one, you go, gee, this is a very different thing. Now, we age at the same sort of rate. We don't age quickly and we don't notice the changes because they happen very slowly. Uh, and then suddenly you realise, oh, my eyes aren't as good as they were. My hearing's not as good as it was. Uh, my reactions aren't as good as they were. Um, the way you notice these things is when other people start to abuse you on the road. Now, I know that sounds awful. They've been abusing me since I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't make that comment. If they're abusing you more than they were is what oh. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so it's feedback that tells us we have a problem. It is, and family members can tell you as well. I mean, it's very difficult to raise. I mean, one of the things I think Sterling Moss once said, um, there are two things you never criticise a man about. One is his driving ability and the other is his sexual performance. And basically, sexual performance wasn't as important as driving ability. Mm. What, when is the right time for people to stop driving? John, there is no specific right time to stop driving. It's really a matter of when you become a danger to others or yourself, that's time to get off the road. When is that? You, you'll read about people who drive into walls because they hit the accelerator pedal instead of the brake pedal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other people will recognise, if you sort of notice that other people aren't comfortable in the passenger seat, you really should start thinking about getting off the road. If you're being abused for travelling too slowly or, or taking too long to turn corners or go turn right, turn left, it's an indication that you really need to consider this and you need to look at yourself properly and decide whether you should still be driving. The uh, case of so many children who are trying to get their parents to stop driving because they're concerned about their safety, it's a very hard question because they it's the last bastion of independence for so many of them. It is. For, for most people, for many older people, giving up the driver's licence is, is a psychological barrier that means I'm no longer independent. I can't get from here to my doctor. I can't get from here to my hospital. I can't get from I've here been to driving doctor. since you, but cars were, yeah. And, and there's <laughs> a real tension here, Paul, that I, th I don't think we're going to solve in, in this discussion, which is not to think of yourself as too old. Maintain your independence, particularly for people in regional areas. It's, it's, oh, well, my kid told me to stop driving, I'll stop driving. But that might lead to social isolation. I'm not sure there's an answer for this. There is isn't there? a simple answer. You're no. right. It, it is a major problem when people have to give up their driver's license. But you can do some simple things. I mean, maintaining your flexibility, um, going and seeing your doctor on a regular basis, going and seeing your optometrist on a regular basis, having your hearing tested on a regular basis to ensure that you are as capable of driving as you can be. What are the state the state regulations? There's no one uh, formula across Australia, is there? No, there isn't. It's one of my favourite bugbears that, you know, we live in one country with seven different sets of rules. Yeah. Um, and the problem is that each state has a different set of rules. There's the unintended consequence of, uh, if your GP is then supposed to recommend that you stop driving, then what happens is a lot of older people are now not going to their GPs mm. for fear that the doctor will say you can't drive. Now, that is a double issue. First of all, we have people on the roads who probably shouldn't be. And secondly, we have people not going to their GPs as often as they should. Um, each state has different rules about when you have to have annual tests. Uh, each state has different rules about what those tests are. It, it's, a, it's a mess at the moment. And I guess insurance as well. 
insurance is a major issue. Um, we're being we're being driven by insurance under a lot of issues. I mean, we know about travel. A lot of people can't travel because they can't get travel insurance after a certain age. Um, the driving thing is, it, it hasn't happened yet that older drivers are being majorly pen, penalised, but it probably will. That insurance companies will start looking at the high, higher risk factor of older drivers and, and penalising them in their premiums. Paul, where can people go uh, to see what you have to say about this issue? Um, my website covers this quite often, John. It's, uh, it's Senior Driver Oz, as it's AUS at the end of Senior Driver. Um, And we're addressing those issues all the time and trying to get through to the legislators, the insurers, the the authorities, the road authorities, to to be more aware of older drivers. I mean, there will be over half a million drivers over 65 on Australian roads by 2030. Wow. And and we're not planning for it. No, we're not. Paul, thank you so much for giving up your time today. Thank you, Paul. Absolutely, my pleasure. Senior Driver uh, Oz is where you should go. Uh, And if you go on to the yourlifechoices.com.au, there'll be a link there, of course, as Uh, well. Yes, and Paul has written for us, so we're very supportive of the work he does. We'll be back with more of Mind Your Own Retirement right after this. Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Welcome back to Mind Your Own Retirement from yourlifechoices.com.au with Kay Fallock, the publisher, and me, John Deeks. And on the line, we have Leon from Your Life Choices, the travel editor on the phone. He's uh, not in Fiji now, but you've just returned, Leon, correct? Yeah, yeah, I've just returned to the um, nice, cool climbs of Melbourne. Thank you for coming back, Leon. <laughs> it was no awful worries. without you, it but was a touch and go there for a while. We we uh, we were watching all your uh, videos, which are on the website, and all your excursions to the bar and snorkeling and so on. And must be hell being a, a travel, you know, commentator, West writer, job. journalist. Yeah. Worst job. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What was the reason for the trip, fella? Well, to find out if uh, Tourism Fiji's slogan of where happiness finds you actually rings true. And does it? <laughs> it sure does. I tell you what, didn't take me long to, uh, for it to find me either. How long? Pretty much when you get off at the airport. It's, it's funny, you know, in Australia, a lot of people walk around with their heads down and kind of just walk past each other. You can't go past the person in Fiji without getting that... Wonderful uh, greeting, uh, bula, bula, bula. It's just. What does yeah. that mean, Leon? Uh, Bring money. Well, <laughs> no. no? Is that what <laughs> Sorry, what does it mean? No, it doesn't mean that at all. They're lovely. Upgrade. <laughs> uh, bula. It, it's it's a greeting. It also means uh, life, like uh, you know, good life. It's it's um. Like muscle top. Well, yeah, I suppose so. You know, I don't really know what Mazel Tov means, but I know what Bula means. <laughs> it means to Bula, life. The, the actual meaning is is life. It's like wishing you life and uh, 
happiness and, and bulla, and it's just a way to say hello. People, that's how they say hello. They don't say hello. They say, wishing you a great life. <laughs> love it, love it. So given that Fiji is only six hours away, and I think most people forget that sometimes, yeah. is it a great affordable destination for retirees? If you're looking for a super cheap destination, it, it, you know, it's probably not Fiji, but you yep. know the dollar. The dollar gets you one Aussie dollar is about one and a half. So for a dollar fifty Fiji, and it costs you a dollar. But then obviously, with your little fees and bits, it's probably a little bit less. But you know, it, again, it takes you a little while when you're paying sort of fourteen dollars for a, a, a beer, and you think, well, that's expensive, but it's ten. And in a lot of a lot of places in Australia, will be ten dollars for a beer. The activities and things. It's sort of, there's sort of a parody, I suppose, with Australia. It's a it's a little bit cheaper, but yeah, I, I suppose it's sort of really to do with the, the conversion rate and how good a conversion you get. Now we understand that you enjoyed a Captain Cook cruise. So yeah, how does really that did. work? What the, why would retirees want to do that? Well, I think. The resorts are lovely, um, but people would have a tendency to sort of just stay in the resort for mm-hmm. a week or 10 days and then come home and say they visited Fiji. Not really the case. But like I said, people are beautiful. The resorts are lovely. Don't get me wrong. The cruise ship will take you, especially the Captain Cook cruise, because it's it was designed to cruise reefs. Um, and so you're getting into all of these places you would never be able to get into by yourself unless you were a seafaring type and, and took your own boat or went with a, a sort of a smaller charter but you're getting to go to islands and remote islands and um, visit reefs that only Captain Cook cruisers know about and, and the locals know about and they get all this knowledge from from the locals the crews entirely Fijian apart from the captain and they're all tour guides in themselves they're so knowledgeable I learnt more from sitting and talking to the tender on the on the boat one day um, about the history of Fiji and and the, the you know the provinces and how the villages work than I would have from spending hours reading about it on online or, or, or going to a class or something like that. So this uh, is the real way to meet the locals, you think, by interacting with uh, different villages, uh, different settlements as you're cruising around from island to island. I think. It's it's a convenient way. Um, mm-hmm. You still enjoy the security and the comfort of having someone take you there. If in Fiji, you wouldn't just walk into a village. I mean, you could. You'd have to have a big bundle of kava with you and know where to find the chief to present it to him because that's a prerequisite before entering a village. These, you know, Captain Cook will take you there. They, they, they introduce you to the people you need to know. You do get to meet real Fijians in real villages, in real, real sort of Fijian settings. And... Let me tell you, they're pretty idyllic, but, you know, they also do it quite tough, and yet they've still got huge smiles, happy to help, you know, love having their photo taken, as you'll see if you jump on the website and you'll see some of my um, some of my photographs. It's a good way to see places you wouldn't be able to see if you just flew into Nandi or Suva and sort of just tried to get around yourself. Well, it's, it's probably quite difficult to get around yourself. And, Leon, when's the best time for people to plan to go? School holidays is the time to avoid. Yes. <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of the year, all right, so winter, the average temperatures are about between 17 and 26. Ooh. In summer, it's about 18 to 19 and 33. So all year round, it's warm, the water's warm. Steer clear of November if you're worried about cyclones. That's technically their cyclone season, but they, they do happen, as we witnessed not so long ago with Cyclone Winston. But... 
you know, it's a cheaper time to go if you're willing to take the risk. Yeah, they're the, they're the times I would avoid, really. The rest of the year, 10 months of the year, you're in the clear. Leon, where should people go to see your fabulous photos of your travels through Fiji, my friend? Jump on yourlifechoices.com.au and click on the travel section or you could just use the search function and type in Fiji. My favourite images that are on so far, and there'll be a lot more published over the next few weeks through the website and on our Instagram um, page as well. Um, look for one called Why Are Fijians So Happy? and you'll see in their faces just how happy they are and how beautiful they are. Thanks, Leon. Uh, you've made me want to go. <laughs> i tell you what, one, one thing that really surprised me, Kay, was just the hospitality is next level and the food. The food was really good, you wow. know. Um, beautiful food uh, and the food's quite cheap too. And every 500 metres along the road, there's a barbecue and you can just pull up in your car or have the bus or someone or the cab pull up and so you get a big plate of barbecue food with a salad or fresh salad that they've mostly mm. grown on their little plots. Mm. Stop. For, for $6 or $7. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, unbelievable. that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All fantastic. right, check out uh, yourlifechoices.com.au and uh, see Leon's travels through Fiji. Thanks for spending time with us today, my friend. Uh, no worries, John. Thanks, Take Leon. care. Bye-bye now, Leon. Bye-bye. I've got a grass skirt on. I'm ready to go. You're off and running. Oh, yeah. Carver, yeah. carver. Yeah, yeah, got those coconuts ready. <laughs> Have I painted a horrible picture for you, haven't I, Kay? Oh, I'm about to lie down. Yeah, I think you need to lie down. We need an Anna nap. <laughs> oh, God. Leave us with a nugget. A nugget. A nugget is something you didn't know before. And to tie in with the Paul Murrell discussion, older driver fatalities, to make this serious... They are on the increase. So the research coming out of government, drivers aged 65 to 74, 2.3% more fatalities. So more older people are dying because of car accidents. Now, that's a downer, but the reason to say that, John, is to encourage everybody to think about it, go to the GP, ask their eye doctor, ask their ear doctor, ask anybody who will answer, do you think my driving's okay? And if you are concerned about your lack of mobility uh, post-driving, do what you can to set it up. Sort of get get uh, the, the if you have no kids near you, and if the kids say, "Yeah, we'll drive you around every week," go, "Yeah, right." Well, you know, mm. they've got a busy life as well. See what's available. Read the council. Local local government is always the first point yeah. of contact for fantastic services, many of which you'll be entitled to for free. Mm. Also, on the website, we do cover these topics. So we can support people when they want to know about aged care at home. Uh, part of that is is being driven. So don't don't be frightened that you're going to be housebound if you do have to give up your car because uh, that is not there the case. There are options. Go to yourlifechoices.com.au. Well, that's where you found us to start with and you'll, you'll find the drop-downs and all the rest of it. And at the bottom of the page, comments. And we like to get tell comments. Us, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah, and we're going out with Mr Magoo. <laughs> Um, very unfair, but... Uh, we both remember it. We certainly know. <laughs> oh, you've done it again, my girl. Leave us a comment. Tell us some, something you'd like us to cover. We'll do it on Mind Your Own Retirement. It's your podcast from Your Life Choices, Simplifying Retirement.